0: Hi Sharks, I'm Micah, and I'm looking for a $2 million investment for 1% of my company. As you all know, each and every day, we need to drink water, and water is the most integral part of every person's life. That's why I created this water bottle that absolutely has no differences from any other water bottle on the market today. Well,
1: I don't even like water, so for that reason, I'm out. Well. Being Damon Johns and being the owner of FUBU, I don't really see a need for this kind of thing, and the market's already saturated, so I'm out. Well, as usual, all roads lead back to Mr. Wonderful. I have a question. How much did you do with sales last year? Uh, We did a grand total of 43 cents well are you in costco because costco is one of the biggest distributors of water all around the world are you in costco not at all well let me tell you this my friend this deal sucks i'll make you an offer and it's going to be a very generous offer and i suggest that you take it i'll give you two dollars and buy your whole company out do you mind if i take a phone call out in the hall nope it's either now or nothing as an investor i want you to know that i'm gonna get real results from you i don't need to talk
0: to a lawyer all right mr Waterfall, you have yourself a deal hi i'm chris and i'm Micah, and this is the donut box podcast
1: Well, Micah, episode 37, man, we made it and we're here. By the way, before we get started into this episode, we have the new video up on the website on YouTube, the Donut Hole Challenge Penance, where Micah uh, pays his dues and eats the nasty thing. And we all filmed that. And it's up on YouTube, isn't it, Micah?
0: Yes, it is. And I'd like to say we couldn't find Pig's Feet, but go on there and find out what we substituted for. It's equally as bad. Trust me.
1: Yep. So we are so thankful you guys are listening to us. Hey, we want to give a special shout out to Belgium. Belgium, you're number four on the top list of listeners all around the world. You're actually in at number four. The most listeners are in Belgium, which is kind of surprising. Shout out to Brussels. Brussels
0: y'all doing great out there.
1: Yep, we really appreciate you guys. So we are going to dive in. If you don't know how this works, if you're new, welcome to the Donut Box podcast. Each donut is a different segment, and we always like to start it with this one, the old-fashioned donut, which is a story from our past. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that Micah and I are originally not from Texas. We moved out here whenever I was uh, after I graduated high school and Michael was a senior in high school, I moved out here with his family because I was wanting to go to college and it all worked out. And so we got here. It was a long
0: drive. How long of a drive was it, Micah? Uh, 22 hours.
1: Yeah, it was a long, long drive. And so basically what happened much to my mother's poor, poor breaking heart, I graduated on a Tuesday. We left for Texas on a Saturday. In between that time, we were getting everything ready. So we started working that there's a packing everything in the truck. Friday we still packed. Saturday is when we left and we got to Lubbock on a Sunday and uh it was it was just a lot. We had a lot to unload, did we, Mike? It was like everything was happening. His parents were like, "You know what? Now do this. Now do that." We were basically like their slaves and so every time you turned around, we did not have a day off for a
0: long time. So, uh, tell them a little bit about that time, Micah. Well, when he says we didn't have a day off for a while, I remember it was the first 12 days. So imagine, and that was 12 days of being there. So it was further than that because before we'd left, uh, Georgia, we had to pack up and everything there. And trust me, we had a lot of, uh, finger pointers and not a lot of, uh, people actually doing the work, if you know what I'm saying. So, We were, you know, we worked really, really hard, and then we get there, and, you know, we we had these, like, weird myriad of things we had to do. Like, when we first moved in, of course, we had the big box truck and everything. And, by the way, um, we had Chris's Buick on the back. So, if you remember us talking about the cop stories and things, we had, you know, his Buick on the back. I have no idea how they let uh, this, you know, a normal person with no special license, drive one of these, like, Penske trucks that is the size of an 18-wheeler with the car on the back. Anyways, I digress. We get there, we get most everything unloaded at our house. Before we return the truck, we had to go, like, bring a mattress over to my aunt's house and, like, move some stuff over. And so, like, we were just... We used the truck, like, two or three times to move just different things around town before we turned it in.
1: Yeah, you actually broke your phone whenever uh, we moved that mattress. And I just remember we moved it and somehow you almost like fell and to catch yourself, I think you like kind of caught yourself by the wall and then your like, uh, leg slammed up against the wall and uh, the phone broke. I remember that. But yeah, and so it was basically we got volunteered to do a whole bunch of stuff uh, that Michael's parents didn't want to do and someone, us being young, you know, teenage boys Anytime somebody needed a hand, they would just be like, oh, yeah, Micah and Chris will do it. Unbeknownst to them, we hadn't had a day off in, you know, 12 days. And at the same time, they were pressuring us to get jobs. And I actually got a job. I think it was like three or four days after uh, we got there, which was kind of impressive. I was like, oh, I got to get a job. But anyways, I digress. So one of the people that they asked us to help was this nice lady who, Named Charlie now tell them a little bit about that Micah
0: yeah and a little backstory too when we first got there what was it like the second or third night we were there there was this really really bad windstorm like and I'm talking like imagine moving to this place you wake up at two in the morning and the next morning they were talking about the news and it was 90 some odd mile an hour winds and you know it like blew roofs off of you know I mean it was really really bad um, in fact there was a bunch of places that had to get torn down because it just blew the roofs off and things Um, but anyways, so, this lady, um, who is, like, a distant family member of mine, called up some of my other family members and was like, hey, so we, you know, there's a lot of down limbs and they're collecting them all in the parks around town, well, I'm gonna need them for firewood during the winter time, so I need help to go around and gather them all, do you think those two boys could help? And those two boys were by good Chris." And so it's like, yeah, yeah, they can. So we joined them. How many days was it, Chris? It was like two or three days, right? Yeah,
1: it was two days. And we went and we helped uh, this lady get the firewood and put it like in this flatbed trailer. So we did that. And we were pretty new. We didn't know the area. So we go to this park and this park is kind of sketchy. It's known for being sketchy. It's okay during the day, but at night it's pretty sketchy. So we go down there, and we're uh, loading up firewood, and of course, I drove my Buick there, I'm pretty sure, and uh, this lady had her truck with the trailer, and this homeless man comes up and asks uh, Charlene, hey, can you give him a ride, and can you give me a ride, sorry, can you give me a ride, and what does Charlene
0: say? Yeah, he. She said, oh yeah, yeah, he can, Chris can give it, well, meanwhile, of course, I'm, like, up on this pile of wood, like, piling on this wood in the back of this truck. Well, so I say, okay, I'm going to go with him, you know, because there's just this, like, homeless guy going to go ride with Chris. And she goes, no, 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 he'll be okay. He's just dropping him off around the corner. And next thing I know, I just see Chris's Buick going off down the road, and I'm just like, oh, man, he's by himself. Well, it's
1: not the fact that I didn't mind giving somebody a ride, but this guy was already looking kind of sketchy and I was going by myself and I was like, I'm like a smaller guy. Like what's, what's to stop this guy from trying to like rob me or take my car. So I was a little nervous during the whole way, but yeah, she was just like, Oh yeah, uh, Michael, you don't need to go with them. And I would have been like, Hey Michael, like, can you go with me? She was like, no, no, you don't need anybody to go with you. You're fine. And I was just like, yeah, you're putting me in a very uncomfortable uh, situation. I remember, not to be one to complain, but I remember the, what we got paid was not worth the amount of work that we did for it.
0: I'll put it to you this way. If anybody's watched Napoleon Dynamite, after he gets done at the chicken coop... And it's just like he's, you know, it, he got paid in change, and it's just like it's like a dollar an hour. Chris and I had that moment. It wasn't quite just like a dollar an hour, but it really was pretty. It was pretty low.
1: Yeah. So we were we were pretty tired after doing all that stuff and we had to go to uh, like a revival which was like five nights long at church so mind you we were doing all this work during the day and then at night they're all like oh yeah let's go to church and i'm just like man like i'm ready to go home but you know we got to texas and it was a good time and uh actually uh because of the living situation micah's grandfather lived with us so for a while and micah had to share a room uh, until his grandfather moved out and it was good times but we almost killed each other so uh,
0: luckily we're still friends and we didn't kill each other yeah absolutely um yeah we're not, we're not gonna go into that we'll go into all that
1: <laughs> it was it, it was a lot like uh, if you've ever seen step brothers whenever they first have to share a room it was a lot like that but anyways I'm gonna get off that topic so we're gonna segue into our next topic which is the jelly donut which is the jail report
0: is
1: THAT private PILE?! SIR, JELLY donuts,
0: SIR! A JELLY DONUT?! Oh, so I got a couple good ones for you this week, Chris. I'm ready. So, so there was one, and you'll, you'll like this one. So it was two brothers, and one had already been arrested. And so the other one was going to go bail him out. But he got arrested all the way to bailing him out. Why? Because he stole a car to get there. And what did his brother do to get into jail? Stole a car. So literally the irony of the whole situation. That brother's in jail for stealing a car. The other brother's like, hey, I'm going to steal a car to go bail out my brother. Then he gets in jail too. I will say this. That is a good brother.
1: Regardless of whether or not he broke the law, that brother said, you know what? I don't have a way to get there, but I'm coming to bail you out. That is a good friend. That is a good brother. You know that song that says you find out who your friends are. Someone's going to drop everything. Run out, start up their car. It doesn't say whether it's stolen it or not, but hey, that's a good brother. <laughs> Number one, I guess. I guess it just runs in the family. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long it was till both of them were able to get bonded out. But could you just imagine, like you're the brother waiting for your brother to get there, and then all of a sudden you see your brother into intake or he's coming into the pod and you're just like bro what happened you're like oh yeah well i was trying to steal a car to get to you gonna be an interesting court date it's gonna be an interesting family reunion maybe they'll have a nice court date together but yeah that's pretty interesting but hey i whether or not you agree with stealing the car was wrong which it was i give the man props for to go in to bail out his brother that's a true family
0: member right there pop through the window hot wired it and this is for my bro man (laughs)
1: I don't know. Uh, I just think that people play too much Grand Theft Auto and they just think they could steal any car. But anyways, keep going. I'm sorry.
0: No worries. So the next story is, um, so this woman, she went to this store. So she, from what I think, I can't really tell from the article, but I think it's Walmart. That's what it seems like. Um, So she's stealing this stroller. And apparently, so how she how she did it was she bought some other stuff, put it in a cart, kind of piled it on top of the stroller, right, and was proceeding to try to steal it. So she gets out the door, and, you know, the greeter, whoever's up front, figures out that there's something underneath there. She's hiding something, so they run in after her. Well, she gets in the car, and, like... Leaves the basket and everything, gets in the car, and drives off. So leaves all the stolen goods and everything. Shortly afterwards, they, they find a child in the store, and the mom was nowhere to be found. And come to find out that, because she came back, that she, in all the panic and commotion, she left her child at the Walmart.
1: Wow. I mean, that is Very interesting because, I mean, she was probably focused on just getting the stroller out of there and stealing it. And I will say this, Walmart, I know that they are trying to keep their prices low and pay their employees a decent wage. But when you have all self-checkouts, I mean, you're just asking for that kind of stuff because not everyone does the right thing. But I mean, she left her child and then she came back for him. I mean, if it were me, I would send a friend, not saying I would steal, but I would send a friend because obviously they got this lady on camera and they know who she is and she came back and boom, that's when they nabbed her. So, wow, that's that's kind of like stupid on her part.
0: Yeah, no, that was really, really bad on her part. Um, but apparently now there's two cases going on. So apparently there's child protective services has a full on investigation going on. And of course she did get charged, um, with attempted theft from the store, which again, it didn't say, but from what it sounds like, it sounds like a Walmart. Well, I will ask, I, I
1: will ask you this. Um, I don't think my parents ever actually left me in a store. I've
0: been lost in a store. But did your parents ever, like, leave you in a store before? Never leave me. Um, I've definitely been lost in a store to where couldn't couldn't find them and whatnot. Never been called over the intercom, though. Like, I've never had one of the intercom things where it's, like, come to the front.
1: Yeah, I've never had that. I mean, I'm sure that it happens all the time. I mean, and it's innocent, like, where parents just accidentally leave their kids in the store. And, like, but I guess because she stole the stroller and everything, I guess that's why CPS got
0: involved. I mean, my thing is, here's my question. Um, How did the kid get away from her? You know what I mean? Because um, if she's in the process of stealing a stroller or whatnot... The only thing that I can think of, I mean, if it's a small child, it would be sitting in the buggy, like, with her. Or if it's, like, uh, a child that could walk on its own, like, five, six years old, you would think that that child would be right there in the mom's hip pocket, like, falling around, right? Bro, have you ever, like,
1: like watched a kid because, like, you turned your back for two seconds. That kid is gone. Like, all it takes is two seconds. You turn around, and then all of a sudden, you turn back around, and that kid is gone. They're either found a toy or candy it's it's not it's not that hard or for a child to disappear but yeah bro I'm sure maybe even with like them being in the stroller section maybe he or she wandered off to a toy I don't know but it's I I think it's pretty possible it's pretty
0: plausible yeah it's pretty crazy pretty crazy but yeah those I only had two stories those this week um I figure both of those are pretty nuts <laughs> I have a
1: question if I got put in jail, which I pray to God I don't, and I don't think I ever would because I'm a pretty good law-abiding citizen, would you steal a car to come bail
0: me out? If I absolutely had to, yes.
1: That's a real friend right there.
0: But see, my thing is, it's like, if there's alternative means, if I can call myself an Uber, it's a lot cheaper than going to jail.
1: Yeah, I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, call yourself an Uber if you're in that situation. I mean, the worst it can, most expensive it can be is like 10, 15 bucks. Like, on the expensive end. But then again, I don't know what city it was in. So, but yeah, those are pretty good stories, man. Pretty interesting. Good jail report this week. And our next segment is
0: the donut hole.
1: Micah, it's your turn for the donut hole this week. What you got for us?
0: Oh, so if you are not sports fans, go ahead and skip the donut hole this week. And by sports, I mean, we're going to be talking about the NFL national football league, and that is American football. So, If you're not an American football fan, you can go ahead and skip this section, but Chris and I are going to discuss the upcoming season that is starting here at the very beginning of April. We have the preseason, but everybody knows. uh, I mean, I don't watch the preseason. Nobody cares about the preseason. It doesn't really count. Most of the time, it's just backups playing and seeing who's going to fill in roster spots, which if you're into that, cool, but most of us are waiting for the regular season. So, Chris, you ready to discuss this upcoming season? I
1: am, man. We haven't done a good sports segment in a minute, and that's the great thing about the Donut Hole and this podcast that we try to do a little something for everybody. So we haven't done a good
0: sports one in a minute, so I'm ready. Let's go. Absolutely. Oh, and something else I will say. So, um, of course, we alternate weeks with the Donut Hole. So this Donut Hole, I'm going to do either the AFC or the NFC, and then the next Donut Hole segment, so in two weeks from now – I'll do the other side. Which one do you think I should do first, AFC or NFC, Chris?
1: I personally am a fan of the NFC. I think it's because most of the teams that I like are in there, but you can do whichever one you
0: want. We'll do the NFC then. All right. All right, so we'll start off with the NFC North. And for to remind everyone, uh, the NFC North comprises of the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, and the Vikings. From Minnesota. So, question, Chris. Here's what we'll do first. What record do you think the Bears are going to have this year? How many games do they play now? How many games do they play now? Because I've lost track. It's 17. So they play 17 now.
1: I think that they are going to go... I don't know. I feel like they're a little weak this year. That's just how I'm personally feeling. Don't come for me. Don't. I don't want to be getting messages in my inbox like, Oh, yeah, you suck. Uh, but anyways... I think that they're going to go probably eight and nine. That's what I'm thinking. That's my personal opinion. Eight eight and nine. They're going to have a losing season.
0: Eight and nine. Gotcha. So my prediction is six and 11. I think they're actually going to do a little bit worse than your prediction there. Um, their quarterback situation is not so good per usual. And, yeah, they're they're just not that very strong. So we'll move on to the next team, and it's the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. What do you think,
1: Chris? So I haven't been staying up in the loop. I know this is really bad, but Aaron Rodgers did come back with them, right? Yes. I personally think that he, this is just my personal thoughts. I think he's going to throw the season, but I would be willing to bet that they're going to go 14-3, and three, though. They're gonna go fourteen and three because they they usually do pretty good.
0: And see, I'm I'm a little uh, I'm pretty close to you on that one. I'm thirteen and four, so just one less win, one more loss on my on my front there. But the only reason is they did lose their best receiver; they traded them away. But I think Aaron Rodgers will do what he does. Um, the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna go
1: ahead. I know they're already gonna lose on Thanksgiving because that's a tradition. I'm going to give them 2 and 15. That's what I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them winning two games, and the rest, they're just going to suck.
0: 2 and 15. Oof. Um, I've got them coming in at 5 and 12. So, still pretty bad, but a, a few more wins than, than you're giving them. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings.
1: I feel like the Minnesota Vikings, they're always just like a men- mediocre team, in my opinion. I think they'll have a winning season, but I'm gonna go probably I don't know nine and eight. They'll they'll be in the middle of the run. That's how I feel about it.
0: I like to take on being middle of the run because yeah they 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 are pretty C plus. It's it's always like they're like a C caliber team, but I actually have them dropping a little bit this year. It's seven and ten. I don't know. Um, they they're on a brand new coach this year. I I think it's gonna be an off year for them. Um, so that's the NFC North. So I think we're we're both in consensus that Green Bay is going to win the NFC North. Because um, you said thir- you said fourteen and three. I said thirteen and four. <clears throat> that's definitely by far the winner of the N- <laughs> NFC North there. So now for the NFC South. Oh brother! Uh, and
1: what you guys do not know is as we're talking about this, Micah is writing these down so that at the end of the year. We can see who is closest. Uh, if you want to put in your bets now, we do have bookies at our hotline at 1-800-TRASH-CAN. Just kidding. We don't have bookies. Um, so <laughs> NFC's South, I'll already go ahead and tell you, we already know Tom Brady is with the Bucks. And we, I, I'm already predicting the Buccaneers to win it, just because I feel like this is going to be his last year. Uh, but we can go ahead and we can, uh, we can go through the numbers.
0: What, what do you think Tampa Bay's record is going to be this year?
1: I personally think Tampa Bay's record is going to be fifteen and two. I think they're going to only lose 2 games this season. And that's I'm just giving them wiggle room because I know nobody's perfect, but I think they're going to be 15 and 2. Wow, 15
0: and 2. I have them at 12 and 5. So 5 games lost but still 12 wins. Um still I, I have them winning the NFC South as well. Um okay, the New Orleans Saints.
1: Uh again, I feel like they're probably going to be a middle of the run team. So I'll probably give them uh, maybe ten and seven.
0: And you know who their quarterback is now that Breeze is gone, right? Remind me again. Jameis Winston.
1: That's who it was. Yep, I knew it was that guy from Florida State. I couldn't remember his name though.
0: So you said it was re- what record again? Ten and seven.
1: I think they're gonna have a winning season, but they're gonna be a middle of the run.
0: You mean ten and eight, or no, ten and seven? Yeah, you're right. Go seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do math. I can't apparently. Um, I had them at nine and eight, so barely, barely. Over that line, but still there. The Carolina Panthers. So, you probably haven't heard this, and I'm going to disclaimer this. Do you, you've heard about Baker Mayfield, right? He's with Carolina now? That's what
1: I heard, yes.
0: Yeah, so he's with Carolina, but then they also have Sam Darnold as a quarterback. So, it's we don't know who that's going to be week one. What, so, what do you think about Carolina? <sighs> I
1: think because of the newness of everyone, I want to put them at a winning season, but in reality I think the Saints are gonna beat them out so I think they'll probably go 7 and 10 to be honest with you just because they've got Atlanta they've got New Orleans and they've got Tampa Bay and they play them at least twice a year so I'm going with a 7 and 10 record I'm sorry uh for that but that's just my opinion
0: um I've got them at 5 and 12 so I've got them doing a little worse um this year i just don't think they're gonna have it i think they're gonna fire their coach matt rule and all sorts of stuff there so now to your i wouldn't call it your favorite team necessarily but a team you followed before the atlanta falcons i'm
1: gonna be very generous here i know they've had a lot of issues but just because they are my team i think that they are gonna go probably 12 and 12 and 5 i think that Tampa Bay will beat them out, but I think that they'll give Tampa Bay a good run for their money. So I'm gonna give them twelve and five. I don't think they'll win, but twelve and five, I think they'll do better than New Orleans. And that's just personal opinion.
0: I am right the opposite on that, actually. I am 3rd I'm three and fourteen is what I'm giving them. So three wins. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Um reason being they're you know, they don't have Matty Ice anymore, which yeah, he was kind of falling off a little bit, but um, the starting quarterback is planning to be Marcus Mariota at the moment. Um, and then they also picked up a kid in the draft, but I, I, I don't know. They just lack some of that firepower right now. I, I think they're in a, a rebuilding year, so I kind of just put them as uh, low, low wins, low wins. But we'll see. We'll see who, who comes out right because I could totally be wrong on this. All right, so let's go to the NFC East you mean west no nah, east
1: oh yeah we got the east and we got the west since we're kind of low on time i think we should just predict who we think is going to win out of both of those conference i think we should just rank them you know what i mean just rank them maybe not go with their record but i think rank them and see who who we think are going to win out of that conference
0: so me personally here's what i got for for my rankings here dallas is going to come first washington second Uh, Philadelphia, the Eagles third, and New York dead last. I think New York's going to really do bad this year. I agree with you. I'm going to go ahead and say this.
1: Dallas Cowboys are going to be undefeated because that's what we say every year, and it's going to be our year, and we're going to win the Super Bowl. Every Cowboys fan says that, but I I think I agree with that lineup, except I would switch uh, Philadelphia and Washington. I think it's going to be Dallas, Philadelphia, Washington, and then the Giants.
0: And so last but not least, the NFC West, which comprises of uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Arizona, and the LA Rams. So I've got the Rams coming in first, Arizona coming in second, San Fran third, and Seattle fourth. Uh,
1: I would change that up a little bit. This is just my personal opinion. I think Arizona is going to win it all the way this year. I just got a gut feeling on that. Could be totally wrong. But I'm going to put it at Arizona, San Fran. What was the other one?
0: Arizona, San Fran, the Rams, Seattle.
1: Yep, I think that's how it's going to go, bro. That's how I think. I I know the Rams went to the Super Bowl last year, but I honestly don't think that they're as great as they were last year. I think it was just uh,
0: pure luck. On the NFC side, um, I've got Arizona going to the Super Bowl on that side. So, representing the NFC side, I've got Arizona going.
1: Yep, I agree with you. I just have a feeling that Arizona is going to go this year, and I feel like they're going to win it all. So, uh, that, that was before we even talked about this segment. I just had that gut feeling. So, we'll see. Put us to the test. Yeah. Uh, in
0: february and see what happens yeah we'll see you see uh we could we could make that segment go on and on and on but uh we'll have to we'll have to cut it make sure it uh doesn't take up the whole show here
1: all right cool deal uh and this is just my personal opinion it's going to segue into what fries my donuts but i think it was a really bad decision for them to put super bowl and valentine's day on the same weekend it was a mess last year i just that's just how i feel but i'm pretty sure that's not going to change
0: i don't think so either um, Well, especially because they extended the NFL season. But hey, they're talking about expanding the NFL season a couple more games. So you never know if they expand it more, we could have a Super Bowl in the first week in March.
1: That would be crazy, because then you'd have March Madness and Super Bowl, kind of back to back. Yep. Well, that was uh, the donut hole. So we hope that you football fans enjoyed that. Next, it's what fries my donuts. <laughs> And uh, I was going to talk about this at first, but I'm not going to do that. But I'm just going to put a slight plug in here. You know what kind of fries my donuts, Micah?
0: What's that? What fries your donuts?
1: I hate all the basic white girls coming out being like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, it's August 1st. Oh, my gosh. Let me get my Christmas tree out. Let me get my pumpkin spice falls here, which is <laughs> and I'm just like, shut up. It's not even fall yet. Anyways, that's not what I'm going to talk about. But what fries my donuts? And I'm going to preface this by saying this is not relating to any specific situation or any specific person in my life. I'm just making this as a generalization. I feel like in society, there's no loyalty anymore. I feel like people are just not loyal at all. People turn on each other uh, at the drop of a hat and there's no loyalty. People burn friendships so easily. People are so quick to throw other people under the bus and I just feel like as a society, we don't really know what it means to be loyal to people or loyal to one another. Uh, I mean, even in relationships. I mean, it's so easy to be unfaithful in relationships now. And a lot of people don't take that serious. And I just feel like there's a lack of loyalty uh, in our society. What do you think?
0: I think so as well. So I have an interesting thing, and this is kind of a weird thought here. Um so, you've heard of the whole principle that it all starts from up top, right? Right. So, what if our society mimics the fact that, um, so our, and I we try not to get too much in politics over here, but how our government acts, right? You scratch my back, I scratch yours, but if somebody has a better deal, I'm gonna go with them.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that's how people are. People just look out for themselves, and that's how the business world is, which, that's just the nature of the beast, but...
0: Yeah, I, but I also think that it's it's taken over a lot of the societal norms and how people act around each other and how people treat each other. Um, and I think it's all started from certain precedents that's been set.
1: Yeah, I agree with you totally. And uh,
0: ladies, I'm going to kind of call y'all out.
1: Y'all are kind of the worst at this because y'all will... Be so nice to somebody right in front of their face and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, Jessica, I love you. And then the minute that Jessica walks away, you're like, oh my gosh, she is such a witch. I hate her. They talk all this crap. I'm not trying to just put ladies on blast, but generally most of the time with guys, we talk crap about each other in front of each other and then talk good behind the other one's back. So it's kind of the reverse because we're not like, you know, if we're going to say something crappy, We'll say it to their face, but I hate that. I hate when people say something nice to your face, but then they go around and are just throwing a whole bunch of dirt on your name or throwing you under the bus. I know that kind of fries your donuts too, doesn't it, Micah?
0: Yeah, it does. I don't know why it makes – it reminds me of this. There was this kid in middle school named Kevin, and he always did that all the time. He would literally just – ah, it just – anyways, I digress. We shouldn't get in on that, but literally it's just – I don't understand how some people can bait you into doing, you know what I mean? like
1: Yeah, I get that, man. And I know you probably hate this and have, have experienced this in the work setting, but I hate whenever you're in a meeting and that person waits till the meeting to throw you under the bus. Like they don't come and have a private conversation, but they throw you under the bus to make themselves look good. And you're just like... Bro, like, what are you doing? You threw me under the bus in the meeting. Like, you couldn't have a, couldn't have had a conversation with me about this. But I just feel like there's no loyalty no more.
0: I also don't like it whenever, and we've had a few friends that have been like this, or quote unquote friends or people we've known, where they're so cool when it's one on one with them. Like, if you're one on one with them and they're you're hanging out, and then you go and you hang out with them with somebody else, and then they're total jerks. They're total a holes. They they just try to show out and they like talk crap on you left and right. But when you're with, you know, when it's just you and them, it's all cool.
1: Yeah. That hits the mat pretty hard, but um, yeah, it's, it's definitely very frustrating. And I mean, we shouldn't have a whole bunch of walls up um, to where we don't let anybody in, but that's why you got to be very careful of who you trust because, For me, I know when you're young, you just kind of trust everybody and trust that everybody has your good intentions. But then you find out who is a friend and who's not, and who really is loyal and who really will throw dirt on your name. So pay attention to warning signs and red flags and people will show you their true colors. Uh, But yeah, man, I just feel like people are no longer loyal anymore. And that just kind of frustrates me.
0: Few and far between. But hey, when you find good people, you got to stick with them. Exactly, so find
1: those people that are loyal, but yeah, uh, don't be throwing people under the bus, don't be being nice to Jessica, and then as soon as Jessica walks away, be like, oh my gosh, she's a total witch, I hate her so much, but anyways, that is the What Fries My Donuts, and we're gonna segue into the Mystery Donut, which is the improv segment, and for our improv segment, we're gonna play a game, so Micah, what are we gonna be playing
0: today? We're gonna be playing the ABC game, Chris. you remember that from, um, how many episodes has that been ago now? It's been quite a few, huh?
1: I think we've only played it twice,
0: but yeah, it's been a while. So for those of you who don't remember, basically we're going to create a story, but it's going to be different letters. Like, you know, if Chris says something that starts with A, I've got to say something that starts with B next. And to continue the whole way there. So, Chris, do you want to start?
1: yeah let's do the scenario the scenario is going to be a job interview
0: a job interview okay
1: okay so i'm gonna start Yep. okay absolutely we are so pleased to have you for this job interview boy do i want this job could you tell me how long you were at your other job don't ask me that question experience that is something that is necessary at this job how much experience do you have
0: Forget that question, too.
1: Geez, do you answer any of these questions, or you just dodge
0: them all? Heck, why do you want to ask me all these questions? I have
1: the right and the ability and the authority to ask you these questions, because you're here for a job
0: interview. Just because your desk has the word BOSS on it doesn't mean you can ask me all these silly questions. Kick me right in the cojones if you think that
1: you're going to get away with talking back to me, mister. This is not the job for you. Let me kick you in the cojones, then. May I ask you to please leave, sir? No, you may not. Open the door and walk out because this job interview is over.
0: Please, I need this job. Quietly exit the building or we will have security remove you. Reggie doesn't talk to me this way. Maybe I should go work in his department. Sit down if you want to keep this job interview. Today's not going to be the day that I sit back down.
1: Unfortunately, we're going to have to call security because you no longer like to cooperate with us. Very well, then. Would you please leave right now before I call the cops? Silophone. Zoinks, I'm really going to have to call the cops right now. You skipped Y. Oh, I skipped Y. You are going to get your butt kicked if you don't get out of here right now. Zoinks. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that was a good a, a good improv segment. I always forget the the alphabet, and I have to sing the alphabet song to help me remember. But all right, so our last and final segment is... The eclair, which is our positive advice. So Micah, take it away.
0: All right. So my eclair for this week is talk to yourself how you would talk to others. So, so often in life, I don't know about you, but for myself, I'm a little hard on myself. And I, you know, I listen to the way that I talk to myself sometimes. And I'm like, man, I wouldn't talk to Chris like that. I wouldn't talk to my neighbors like that. I wouldn't talk to anybody else like that. But hey, here I am talking to myself like that. And that's not fair to you. And so the thing is, just if, if you find yourself talking to yourself a little harsher than you would talk to everybody else, give yourself the same grace that you would give everybody else and treat yourself with the same grace that you would with everybody else.
1: Yeah, that is a really hard one to learn because you are your own worst critic and you're a lot harder on yourself and, you know, those self-deprecating thoughts and words, they tear you down and you got to speak life and speak positivity to Yourself, so I agree with you, man. That's a good word. Uh, mine is uh, we probably talked about it in different forms um, on this podcast, but after 37 episodes, it's okay because someone probably needs to hear this. But mine is gonna also start with a T: uh, take a leap of faith. Micah and I were talking about this actually, uh, this past week, and we were talking about how uh, we never thought we would be where we were at. And granted, we are only 37 episodes in. And we don't have as many followers. We're not like big national or anything, but it took a leap of faith for us to start trash gain and it took a leap of faith for us to start this podcast. And so I want to encourage you. It might may seem scary, but all you have to do is take the first step. Once you get started, you know, you don't have to take all the steps at one time. Taking that leap of faith, it's scary, but it's necessary. Sometimes we ask God to show us the path. Uh, before we'll take the first step. And God sometimes will tell us, you know what, I want you to take the first step, and then He'll show you the next step, and then He'll show you the next step. He won't show it to you all at once. So take a leap of faith. Um, you know, like I said, this podcast was a leap of faith for us because, quite frankly, it's hard to listen to yourself. It's hard to put yourself out there, hard to put your voice out there. You know, we're doing videos now. It's hard to put, you know, your image out there um, for people to see because you're inviting people into your personal life. But To be honest with you, and Michael will probably agree with this, it was worth it for us. Wouldn't you say so, Micah? I would say
0: so. It was a little scary at first, but it was definitely worth it.
1: It was scary, but we're doing something that we love. We love to create, and we love to do this podcast, and we love doing the intros and the comedy and all that good stuff. So take a leap of faith because it's very important. So Micah, I know we got some cool things that have been happening with the website, and
0: our YouTube channel. So tell them about it. Oh man. So TV trash, TV trash So we got our video of the week up and that is we, what we mentioned at the very beginning of our episode. It's me paying penance for the wonderful presidential questions that I did not answer. So, Go ahead and check that out. It's on the main page there and under original content on tvtrashcan.com. It's also on our YouTube page. But uh, on tvtrashcan.com, we actually have our first movie on there. So go check that out as well. Um, But, yeah, go follow us on social media and like, subscribe, do all that good jazz. We really appreciate you Trash Can OGs listening to us every Monday here and uh, keeping up with us.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to put the spotlight on you for a minute because I know and I don't want you to brush it off or to give me a compliment because I know you have a hard time receiving compliments. But I just want to say Micah did a phenomenal job with the website. He worked really hard on it and he did a really good job. He put in a lot of time in and the website, the new website, the relaunch of the website looks really great. So, you know, shout out to Micah. Go check it out uh you know check out the new website it's still the same but just looks a little bit different and the haters tried to stop us but we're here baby so y'all check out michael's hard work so good job on that man but like you said like comment subscribe we have more videos that we plan on releasing uh this year hey part of our goal was to release video content this year and we're already starting that so we're gonna probably release more i know you got some ideas and i got some ideas so We're going to release more, so y'all check that out. But uh, yeah, so we're going to sign off. Uh, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast.
0: See y'all next Uh Monday.